lovers and friends, welcome to today's episode of TED Talk with Nancy. If this is your first time strolling by, thank you so much. It doesn't end there. Come in, come in, come in. Grab whatever grabable, you know, there's space in the family. And yeah, there's, there's just space. Shall I just be coming inside? So thank you so much for strolling this way. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And to my returning listeners, Omo, I'm sure by now you guys know that you're the real deal, Abby. <laughs> and these um, podcasts would never be where it is today without you guys. So thank you so, 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 so much. I really do appreciate it. I see the love. I feel the support. I see everything. To, all, to anyone who have um, shared my episodes, thank you so much. I mean, you have a special place in my heart, that's for sure. So thank you thank you thank you okay so today's episode is a continuation a a conti hey continuation (laughs) english is hard shy shy follow up a sequel (laughs) you get it yeah so it's a continuation of um last week's episode which was a life update I know a lot of you could not wait. All the people that sent me private messages, you know yourself. You're going to hear it just like the rest. Okay, without further ramblings, let us dive into the affairs of today. So like I earlier mentioned, this is a follow-up. This is a continuation of what happened while I was away and it felt like I abandoned you guys, which you already know that. How did not, you know, I don't have it in me to do so. Okay, jokes aside, let's get serious. Where did we stop? So I remember where we ended was what me telling you guys of how the operation was successful and all of those, right? Uh-huh. Yes, that was the place. Now, I got into my room you know you know i spoke to my mom who has been edgy all the while you know i'm sure wherever she was she would have been kabashing she would have you know brought down the heavens and all of this good stuff if you're nigerian i'm sure you probably understand so yeah i spoke to her spoke to my dad as well um spoke to my friend who was also in the hospital with me but left because she needed to attend to something else you know, I spoke to this woman, okay, I'm done. Then, okay, I think that was about it. Or I spoke to one of my friends who stays in Libya. She was also in the hospital as well, but she had left. So I'm like, okay, you know what, I'm done with speaking with people. Now, for me who, I don't know if I mentioned in a previous episode that whilst I was being operated on, I was actually feeling sleepy. But <laughs> I tried to talk myself out of it and all. So in my head, I just felt like, once i got out i would just sleep you know my friends who were around were like okay let's leave you to rest and all of that good stuff <laughs> i'm like okay ego be you know now when everybody had gone so at this point here yeah, i didn't realize that my um god i can't remember this injection again i mean i remember it to do well uh Anyways, I didn't realize that my legs could not move. I mean, I thought the injection I had was just for the time being, like, so you don't feel the pain and everything. 
I knew it was going to stay a while. I just didn't know how long, right? Now, I remember I was now I was cold at some point. So I told myself to just wear my stockings and she was touching my legs. I'm like, is it my leg you are touching? I said like, yes now. Hey. Then I touched my 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 I touched my thighs and it was like <laughs> You guys this is embarrassing, but okay, let me share with you. I don't know. Again, for anyone who has been to who 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 knows what a butcher looks like. <laughs> you know how they used to just toss cow meats up and down. Do you understand? That was exactly how my thighs fe- felt, and I'm like, wait, wait a minute, wait a damn minute. This is my body. It felt so strange and everything. Now I thought, like I said, I thought I was going to sleep. Sleep was nowhere to be found. Like sleep just disappeared, literally. And I was just, I couldn't turn. Now, I, I think, um, at some point when it felt like I was going to sleep or so, one of the nurses came to check on me, and she was like, "Oh no, sorry, you can't take the pillow. You can't use the pillow." I'm like, show you they whine me because I I can't sleep without having pillows around me. Now you're saying I'm going to just pull my head down. So I, I begged the nurse, I'm like, okay, if that's the case, let me um raise the bed up a bit. Because I mean it can be adjusted so that my head is a little bit high. And she's like, oh no, we can't do that. <laughs> I'm like, are these people trying to test me? They just, they should just do this thing. So I think I missed the whole, so I'm like, okay, no problem. I missed the whole, um, whatever. My mom calls and I'm, I'm like, I need a pillow and these people are not giving me a pillow. I can't sleep without the pillow. They're like, oh no, you can't because you, um, probably could, you wake up, you, you, if you, if you use a pillow, apparently I was going to have like very bad headaches. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure I can't do with that. I said, like, trust me, you can't. So I managed. I had my Bible on my bed. So I just used my Bible for support. I said, okay, oh God, it's, you know, it's you that's on my head. If you, you not give me a headache again, you know, that thing where you try to psych God and all of those, that's exactly what I did. So fast forward to how I couldn't sleep. I was just restless. One, I don't lie on my back for any reason. It's just a very uncomfortable position for me. But I had to because I couldn't turn. Like, my body wasn't moving. So I was active from my head down to my waist. Um, From my waist down was basically paralyzed. And at that point, my brain started to overthink. It was like, oh, am I going to walk again? Oh, am I going to be crippled? Oh, am I going to be this? Oh, am I going to be that? Oh, am I going to be like? I had a lot of thoughts. Then, I think at some point my sister calls the a doctor who was around at the time. Now this was already like past eight thereabouts. Remember, my surgery ended at six, so three four hours down the line, I was still awake, like very 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 awake, doing nothing. I was just staring into thin air and then the nurse the, the doctor comes and she's like oh so i told her my concerns i'm like am i going to walk again and she's like just calm down by tomorrow we're going to have this conversation if your legs are not moving we'll know what to do i'm like <laughs> hold up <laughs> say what now <laughs> 
if my legs are not moving bowel <laughs> which can you yet talk with that and so she starts to laugh herself. So she's like okay so you see you're going to walk again i said okay i don't remember what happened in the middle but i know that i was still awake like i said i was just so tired because my right hand of course my the drip i came out with from the theater was still going through um my left hand already i already i had a pierce like i had shadow shower injection inside so i could not even move i couldn't even press phone i just couldn't think of anything to be honest i was just there like at some point i even had to drag my sister i'm like please come and sing for him because my sister sings really really well so in my head i'm like okay if she sings i probably will sleep right you know that whole lullaby thing <laughs> oh more he did not work he <laughs> didn't work for me man you know she sang and sang and i'm like oh no th- not that song i'm sure she was just really really i'm sure she didn't know what to do with me <laughs> but she could not leave me so that sort of put her in a fix and then when I, I knew that, knowing my sister, I knew she was going to be troubled. Like, she this one don't they colo or something. So about, at, at about um, one or two, I know she was sitting outside. Um, now, okay, so it was time to, I was trying to sleep here and the light was on. My sister doesn't exactly sleep. She doesn't sleep without lights. So there has to be some form of light. And me, when I sleep, I don't want to see any ray of light at all. So I knew I was like, oh, please do this, please do that. I shall stress Tasha. Well, if you ever listen to this, just know that I love you. But yeah, so around two, when I figured she wasn't in the room, I, I started calling for her, and she came. I'm like, why are you not sleeping? She's like, oh, she wanted to stay outside for a bit. I'm like, at past two. I shall left her. Eventually, she slept. I was up the entire night. I don't know what it was, but for me, who was literally almost dozing off in the theater i came out and this is like eight hours later i could not sleep now i did not get any sleep whatsoever by morning when the the doctors came to do their morning round my blood pressure was at i think 168 thereabouts and i remember the the doctor who checked me screamed and she's like what's wrong with you and i'm like i don't know i'm here so i expect you guys to tell me and she's like we're able to sleep i'm like no i couldn't sleep and she's like okay so you need to sleep if you don't sleep your blood pressure is not going to go down and i kept i remember asking her how can i get a tablet or something to sleep because this sleep she very far she's very far away from me right now like i did all i could i counted one to ten one to hundred in fact the more i counted the more agile i was so that wasn't helping um fast forward to i think around 12 thereabouts of course my blood pressure did not really change at this point now when they came back and checked me it was still like really really high same thing with morning um decided to check me i think every one hour and every every 45 minutes first it was still there it was not moving <laughs> nothing could be done i was just looking at them so there's this i don't know if she's an auxiliary nurse i don't know if, if that's what she is but she was just my friend from day one so i had to beg her like see babe i'm going to leave her name out right now but i had to beg her and i'm like see 
mother so because she was the one who checked my blood pressure at this time and it was still over 165 and I, I, I remember talking to her I'm like see listen I need to sleep and it doesn't look like this sleep is close so I would appreciate it if you could give me a tablet or something or an injection or whatever and she's like ah that's because i just had a procedure done she doesn't know it's going to it's going to interfere it's going to this it's going to that it's going to that. i'm like baby don't worry i will take responsibility responsibility for whatever happens one thing i know for sure is i came in here with my legs i'm definitely going to live with my legs i'm not going to die in your hospital definitely i'm not going to die because you gave me these tablets She's like okay but do i promise to sleep i'm like of course it's gonna work so yeah now she gi- she gives me um this particular tablet and after taking it so hmm, this is the funny thing right remember i hadn't started eating so i couldn't even take water like i couldn't take anything <laughs> oh god i couldn't take anything and and um, I didn't want because they're like, oh, you need to have, we need to hear your bowel movement first before you can even have water or whatever. I had to literally, my, my mouth was dry. Now there was no, <laughs> there was no saliva, nothing, nothing. <laughs> but I had to swallow that tablet. It was risky, and I do not recommend anybody to do this. Please do. Don't say you heard it on Nancy's TED Talk and you are now going to do your own. Huh. So, that was how um, I took that tablet and then slept for a bit. I did not, I slept for, I think, about four hours or, four hours or so. By the time I woke up, I was hungry. Children of God. <laughs> the hunger that slapped me. I don't think I've been that hungry my entire life. I was hungry. Like, I even felt like my sister could even give me water or something. Like, the girl was not being so mean to me. So, like, no, you cannot have water. And at this point, I don't know how it is for other people, but I, I did not regain um, movement on my legs for almost 24 hours. So, you can imagine. I couldn't help myself. I couldn't stroll over to take water at least. I couldn't do anything. I was just lying on my back. Um, hungry and thirsty at this point. And I kept on calling the nurses or whoever came to check for me that, please, I was thirsty. They're like, oh, we're giving you the... So I had, this, I had drips going on, right? And apparently what I was supposed to be on was the one that had glucose. So that's sugar and what other something sha medical people you shall get it that's what i was supposed to be on now the the person who was supposed to have changed my drip or given that to me said <laughs> this was where i lost it said um where the drips that's the one that had sugar where it was was too far and that she did not have the energy <laughs> She did not have the energy to go and look for it. I'm like, I didn't hear it at first because I know I kept on complaining that I'm dehydrated. I'm dehydrated. Like, I was so pale. Like, very, very pale. And one of that sweet doctor, a lady also, came in and I complained to her. I'm like, see, madam, this pain did not kill me. 
the operation did not kill me. She, I'm not going to die because of water. And she started laughing. I'm like, see, guys, it's not funny. It's because my legs are not moving. If my legs were moving, I would go and drink this water. You people are not going to beat me. She's like, oh no, if you now do this and there are complications, what do we do? I said, we enter again now. Uh, you not go pass like that. You know, she's like, oh, okay. So that's when she now checked what I was taking and found out that, okay, the, the drips I was on wasn't what I was supposed to be on. That my body needed sugar and whatever and food and that's how they brought out the auntie that said she could not enter the store to go and look for my rightful drip can you imagine in a hospital that's humping millions <laughs> you guys this hospital is not so cool so believe me when i say it the hospital was not is not <clears throat> cannot be cheap anyways back to the story first day passed no food second day passed no food this is 48 hours now no food no water <clears throat> I started begging God, oh yeah, let me be sleeping. On the third day, I knew I couldn't take it anymore because first, I stopped eating a, co- a decent number of hours before I was supposed to, almost six or seven hours before I was supposed to. So I think that, that contributed. So on day three, I I was just there, you know, still hungry. My sister did not send me. My neighbor came with her baby to see me in the hospital. And we're like, guys, this girl just eating banana. <laughs> and I literally begged this girl to give me banana. <laughs> oh my god, now thinking about it, it's just so funny. And in a sense, baby, she, she came, she gave to give me the banana. As I was just putting the banana in my mouth like this. Bah! That's how my sister now came inside. She came in with doctors. I was so upset. I'm like, just define wrong timing again to me i mean i could have just munched this banana sharp sharp nobody would see me and because the baby was a little bit slow she was just dragging her body come i'm like baby bring this banana (laughs) my doctor explains to me and he's like oh no you're going to do that even if you must eat something it shouldn't be banana whatever 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 i'm like guy i did die for you he is still speaking english for me so they checked my um bowel movement it, it was there right but it wasn't there there day do you understand i remember i hadn't come down from my bed now um he's and he's he, so he says by 8 8 p.m on day three which is more or less four days since i was without food or water that i could have um water i said okay you'll see me I was looking at the clock like this he said this thing like around four four hours i've never had to sit for four hours like i did on that day i was looking at the time you know after i feel like i've spent one hour i'll look at the time it's 4 10 jesus i'll close my eyes again i'll do 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 i'll look at the time 4 15 i'll do 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 4 6 i'm like god shake this eight o'clock go reach i'll be not go reach See, if I could come down there, I promise you, I would have just gone to shift that time. Like, I felt like I had, I, I was praying, I was wishing that I had superpowers, right? I would just look at the clock and use my hand, do wing, wing, wing. It's now, you know, move to eight. But <laughs> that didn't happen. Well, long story short, 
it came i had water and this water was very tiny i promise you if you give that to a day-old baby they'll probably spit it back in your face because it wasn't enough like they're under like oh drink it small small don't rush it i'm like <laughs> say what i shall drink the water then they're like okay you can start eating from tomorrow but you have to take lipton i said no problem that was fine by me you know by morning at about i think between 8 and 8 30 which is day four now which i'll say day five since i stopped eating um i you know had lipton and all of those good stuff and yeah you know small 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 i started eating i thought that was it right now what they didn't tell me was that or what nobody prepared me was that um my body was going to reject certain food i didn't know what i was going to reject what my body was going to reject or what my system wasn't going to process i did not know i had no knowledge of it what i just know is that i got home after i got discharged i got home and i'll eat certain meals and pr- i promise you i will burp the entire time or i would just keep gassing like a fool i would have serious indigestions that i would not be able to sleep i won't be able to sit i won't be able to do nothing like i would just be in pains like serious pains again um now let me just put this out there again everybody told me oh you know what this is just a minor surgery oh this is a minor surgery guys i want to say that i don't think there's anything as a minor surgery it had its own risks right i mean when i was leaving the hospital they 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 told me or after care and all so that um the incision site doesn't get infected and i wouldn't have to come back for a reopening and yeah that was about it i got back home and, and discovered that what anything called protein anything that had tiny protein in it my system was going to reject it and by that i mean i would have intense pain I would literally cry again. It, it felt like I was still in the former pain. Do you understand? So that was how it was for me. The only thing that I could, I wasn't reacting to was just spag. And what was that? I think noodles. Spaghetti and noodles. And I'm like, I know I like spaghetti. But <laughs> I'm not going to be eating this food forever and ever. You know, on some on some days I would do a giddy that strong head. I mean I get coconut head. I would do um I I'll be strong willed and eat certain meals. I would just have to be in pain for the next three, four, five, six hours. And if I have it as dinner, just know that still the next morning, you know, I'll have to sleep with the pains. It continued after two weeks I go back to the hospital and they're like, Okay, we think you're um smaller intestines are misbehaving they are not wanting 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 so apparently my ah well i'm not a medical person so forgive whatever dragons i say so apparently my so my digestion process was my intestine was i think the upper part was fully functional then the lower part had some whatever some disruptions that and that was what i was reacting to those you know meals now we had certain options it was either we i mean they gave me a timeline and said if it continued 
they would have to you know open me up again cut whatever needs to be cut of course a part of my intestine was cut during the process so now they are saying they, they said they, you know they're going to open up and cut some more try to align it i'm like yes now as per goat intestine now so you're just washing it anyhow it's for soup right you know that was it i mean i got back after hearing, hearing everything i did of course more tests and guess what i still had malaria can you imagine so i still continue with it with it um at this point they start to tell me that you know what your um your pcv which is my blood level was short after surgery my blood level was still on 36 so i didn't get to use the blood that we bought you know it became their property and that was it so i got out and they're like oh your blood level is short it was about 28 or so and they're like we could manage it and all next time i went to the hospital it fell down it, it fell down way below what it was you know and we started talking about transfusion you know plenty 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 wahala. and I, I i kept on asking like is it just me you know at this point i started to look up i went i googled and i started searching for people who have had this kind of surgery what was their recovery process you know i sent a message to a couple of i, I left messages on a few sites that i saw the story shared on and, you know people shared their own um experiences you know whites blacks you know they shared their own experiences i'm like okay somewhere similar to mine in fact there was one that was very 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 similar to mine um she's kenyan i think that's how we became friends <laughs> because i i looked at her sent her a message then um searched for her on instagram and you know sent her a message i'm like okay i saw these on you know on these sites and how are you now how are you feeling and you know she shared her own stories with me so i told her okay i just had my own procedure done and this is what i'm going through this is this this is that you know we just shared and to be honest she, she sort of made me scared and comforted me at the same time because it felt like i still had like a bumpy ride in front of me i didn't want to get a transfusion done that was for sure but my blood level was so low that it was almost impossible like i was told in the hospital to have um medications build it up so it was like a transfusion or nothing now i got back i started praying <laughs> like the way me and god there <laughs> see that's that story for another day you know i just committed everything to god's hands because I, I i knew at this point that it was only him like whatever he's not going to do nobody can do it that was just the mindset i approached it with and there was this doctor at the hospital you know a very a sweetheart she you know we became friends i know i'll send her um messages on whatsapp randomly and i'm like okay this is how i feel and she's like okay just do this do that do this do that and i'll do that i'll get relief on some days on some days i wouldn't just be i'll just be there there'll be no relief i didn't want to keep bothering her because i don't like to bother people so on days when i felt like it was just excruciating i'll go to the hospital some days when i felt like i could i could bear i would be at home you know pray and do the needful right one thing i, I wanted was i didn't want my institution side to get infected because i didn't want to deal with that infection thankfully it healed up nicely my thread was cut out everything was good you know now down to digestion 
I had to do um, kidney function, liver function, you know, check checked my heart condition, everything, everything. Oh, guys, I forgot to tell you that my blood pressure at this point was just on a constant 140. Like, it was so bad that on my left arm, I would literally hear my heart beating. And that was how I knew that it was extremely high. Like, I would, oh, I would just, days when to start beating, I would just hold it and say, God, 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 normalize this thing. I would just literally pray. I'm like, God, I want to sleep. I want to sleep. And that thing always worked like magic. Maybe because I had a lot of faith and believed in it. Like, five minutes later, I would just be sleeping, you know? So, yeah, that was just the um, on and off for me. So, I don't bore you guys. That was just about it, right? Um... I was told not to cook, not to drive, not to, you know, for six months. Six months would mean, besides six to eight, eight months, six months would mean till the end of the year, which is December. And I'm like, <laughs> you didn't want me. <laughs> it's not possible. What am I gonna eat? You know, we had to do some adjustments in the house. We, brought, we had to bring things down so I don't have to stretch and all of those good stuff. I think the painful thing for me was the fact that I could not exercise before um, I can't exercise till now I have to wait till like December January February February max before I would you know think of all of those so yeah but anyway that's just been it I think from one day to the next I did a couple I did so around well, I think on this particular day it was a Saturday it was a Wait, it Wednesday first because that test took forever to come out. But anyways, I did it and, you know, they just kept on giving me some negative reports. And I know this thing in the Bible where it says, whose report will you believe? So that was just what I was saying. That was what I was thinking, like, whose report will I believe? I'm definitely going to believe the report of the Lord. Like, who is, who is that person? What's that illness that would stay in my body? when you know i was just presenting my strong reasons to to heaven literally i'm like who is he that can say a thing when you know you've not allowed it you've not permitted it you know i literally just presented my strong reasons to god to heaven and i'm sure that helped a lot a lot because after that i started work i got if i got relief like not immediately though but yeah it was just better now <laughs> i think about two weeks one of the doctors two weeks ago one of the doctors called me and she was like oh nancy how are you doing i'm like oh yeah i'm good and she's like ah man um i was just going through your i was just going through files and i remembered you haven't come in i saw your file you are something 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 you've missed your appointment yes i have missed my appointments um because i said i wasn't going back to the hospital i mean i mean i struck a deal with heaven that i wasn't going to go back excuse me I struck a deal with heaven that I wasn't going to go back and I haven't gone back regardless of how I feel I just know that he who has started a good work in my life is going to see it to perfection he's going to complete it he doesn't start his things and leave you halfway you know yeah that's it and um yeah that's just been it that's just been um that's what what happened in my life it's been it's almost four months since i had the surgery a few days from now it's going to be four months yeah so that's like still very fresh i'm back to my normal activities right now i mean i'm i'm living a normal life to be honest uh i still have uh, digestion issues here and there 
but yeah that's about it and i go out i come back i give glory to god i haven't had any cause to go to the hospital i haven't been sick i think apart from when i took my covid vaccine yeah i've just you know i've just been here so okay i feel like i've rambled a lot and i feel like this episode has just been everywhere um so i'm going to end it right here i hope you guys enjoyed this okay i hope you guys do enjoy this episode as much as i did enjoy recording for you lots mm-hmm. yeah yeah i lost my train of thoughts Oof. okay okay so let's not ramble any further i'm going to see you guys in my next one please 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 leave a comment for me anywhere everywhere you know let me know your thoughts just send me send me well wishes i i need a lot of them and above all just say a prayer for me in your private space i mean this journey (laughs) she did it easy (laughs) but yeah we're doing it and for how much i spent because i know someone asked me but anyways i'm going to do a q and a after this because it felt like a lot of you who listened to the first episode had a couple of questions for me and yeah um someone did reach out to me to recommend um, a hospital which i did i recommended these guys because overall i'll say they were nice they were okay they were like very very okay and yeah so how much i spent in the hospital it was uh, over a million naira that is i would have to you know sit down and calculate properly to know the exact figure so yes that's why i even stopped going to just be to save because i don't want to spend more money but anyways if you have any questions for me please send me a message send me a message on instagram email me with your questions and i'll be more than happy to you know answer you as honest and as best as possible that will probably be our next week's episode so we can just conclude on this life update yay all right guys i'll see you all in my next one in the meantime spread love stay positive and be confident whatever you're going through shall pass okay i love you jesus loves you the universe loves you bye